Hey guys, and welcome back to Autism Mom Life. This is Brooke, or Autism Mom Texas. So, I know I'm a little late um, with today's podcast. It's probably going to end up going up on Tuesday morning. I'm doing this on a Monday night. But, you know, I've always been very upfront, very honest with people that I talk to. And the truth is, y'all, I needed a day today. I needed a mental health day. And especially for caregivers of these little spectrum warriors, everything we do, I'm a big proponent of the mental health days. Because we don't always get to take them. I took my son for a walk today. I didn't work on my book. I barely posted on social media. I needed it. And it was good for me. So I want to talk about where the different slide today. That's what I want to talk about. And then tomorrow we're going to get into the advice. Tonight, this is just kind of a separated one. I want to talk about what I knew before the lines turned pink and what I started to learn afterwards. So the moment the stick turned pink, I knew two undeniable truths. I was going to be a single mom and that I would do anything I needed to make sure my child always had whatever they wanted. I knew that I was walking into this as a single mom from the beginning, something I came to terms with as soon as I found out, hey, line's pink, you're going to be a mom. That was never the part that scared me. I was fine with me and my child taking on the world together. My confidence may have come from my stubbornness or possibly the binge watching of Gilmore Girls every year of my teenage life. It's rooted by being raised by an amazingly powerful woman. The woman was my mom. She's a fighter. She would drive me around on bad days listening to 80s music on full blast. She never let me admit I was weak. She made me know that no matter what the situation was, I was strong. She expected a lot out of me. And that made me who I am today. And then there were my grandmothers, Lucy and Barbara. Those two women took the firecracker my mom raised and uh, kind of carved out the edges to give me a little poise, give me a little bowl of bread, take me to church. <laughs> they gave me my personality. I am the product of powerful women and I knew that I would do fine raising Everett. My confidence, it ended up being my hardest wall to climb. As I raised him, I thought I was going to take on the world. And sooner or later, I realized I've been following him the whole way. I am a mom. Simple as that. I follow the lead of a four, almost five-year-old. And I wear a lot of hats. I have a habit of making that joke to my uh, co-workers and the owner of my company. I wear all the hats. I balance them. I dance around. Always within that marking for my toddlers. I remember the day he was diagnosed. I talk about this day a lot. I froze. I had no idea how I was going to balance another hat in my life. When my son was first born, I was not a work-at-home mom. I was working three jobs, mom. And never be home, mom. This perfect idea of living the dream life, binge-watching old movies, and finding our own version of Luke Steiner was 
blinded by the reality of being a single parent. I wanted more than waiting tables and never having the time to write. I worked at it around 20% of the time. The dream of being a full-time writer while being his mom. (laughs) But that dream started burning out. I wasn't refueling my oil because I kept refueling his. I was writing keyword articles. Stuff I didn't care about. I... took a lot of time to get to where I am now. Um, I took a lot of time to decide where I wanted to be. To decide that I, I didn't didn't want it anymore. I didn't want to have to get up and go to work and work for somebody else's dream. I wanted to work for mine and for Everett's. And as an autism parent, changing up their life, changing up your job when you're gone, when you're home, it complicates things for them. He knows. He knows that things are different. He knows that I'm under pressure. He's sleepwalking again. (laughs) Night terrors are happening again. He's talking in his sleep again. You ever notice when you're overwhelmed or you're overstressed? They sit next to you, they they sit on you, they talk to you. I feel like they're so smart. They just know we need to be taken care of. And I guess I just don't know how to handle that. I don't really understand how to go back and forth with that, I guess. And maybe you guys do. (laughs) Maybe you're sitting there. Um, I know some people listen to me, you know, with their husbands and their wives. Maybe there's some single parents out there listening to me. But if you are a couple, if you are that husband and wife, I want you to think the game of tennis you play your little spectrum warrior one person goes and you know gets off the court grabs their water wipes the sweat off their face gets ready till they gotta be tagged back in I don't have anyone to tag in they got me so I train harder I run faster because I have to And I pray one day I find a partner that's willing to do that tag in and tag out with me. But I know him so well. Like one of uh, the listeners last week said, you know, when I said last week, we were unqualified. (laughs) Unqualified to do a lot, but she was absolutely right. We are experts on our own kids. So how am I ever going to share him? How is anyone else ever going to be the expert that I am? How is anyone going to know everything that I know? Know when the night terrors are going to happen. Know what foods cause the hyperness. <laughs> I remember I walked into my mom's house one time. 
whatever. I went to the bathroom, I came back, and he was jumping off the wall. And... She... She kept staring at me, because I kept looking at what she had just poured. And she's like, I'm gonna need you to handle him, your dad's gonna freak out, and... I'm just looking at the fact that she just poured him red juice, and all I can think of the back of my head is... Uh Uh-oh. Mm-mm. Your problem now. You signed up for that one. <laughs> and she had no idea that red dye makes my son go through walls. Absolutely through walls. So this is what I'm feeling tonight, guys. Um, sorry I didn't have a post this morning or a podcast this morning. I need, I need the mental health day. I'll be back on tomorrow with the advice and the talking. We love feedback. Um, I love knowing what you guys think. Maybe not the crazy little short ones like these. (laughs) Go ahead and follow me on Twitter. Um, It's AutismMomTexas, A-U-T-I-S-M-O-M, Texas. Um, Or on Instagram is AutismMomLife. (laughs) So, again, guys... One of my favorite quotes says, I'm not going to tell you to have a good day. Because I can't guarantee that, but guys, have a day. When you wake up in the morning, and hopefully you're listening to this, my little late night podcast post. <laughs> Maybe I'll have another morning one out. Yeah, I'll be, then I'll be like ahead of the game, right? Have a day. Get up. Take a shower. Get dressed. Have a day. through it. Be there for one another when we can. Okay? We need a we need a call out hashtag I'm telling you for when someone just needs the tribe. We need it. If you think of one, let me know. I do want to see those pictures of you and your babies. Please take your pictures of them. Hashtag member of the tribe. Tag me in them. I want to see I want to see this beautiful tribe and our beautiful little spectrum warriors. And what they're doing. Okay. You guys have a wonderful night. Alright. I don't know how I'm going to start ending these things. Signing off. Arrivederci. Ciao. I'll get back to y'all on that. Hey guys, and welcome back to Autism Mom Life. This is Brooke, or Autism Mom Texas. So, I know I'm a little late um, with today's podcast. It's probably going to end up going up on Tuesday morning. I'm doing this on a Monday night. But, you know, I've always been very upfront, very honest with people that I talk to. And the truth is, y'all, I needed a day today. I needed a mental health day and especially for caregivers of these little spectrum warriors everything we do I'm a big proponent of the mental health days because we don't always get to take them I took my son for a walk today I didn't work on my book I barely posted on social media I needed it 
and it was good for me. So I want to talk about where the difference lied today. That's what I want to talk about. And then tomorrow we're going to get into the advice. Tonight, this is just kind of a separated one. I want to talk about what I knew before the lines turned pink and what I started to learn afterwards. So the moment the stick turned pink, I knew two undeniable truths. I was going to be a single mom and that I would do anything I needed to make sure my child always had whatever they wanted. I knew that I was walking into this as a single mom from the beginning. Something I came to terms with as soon as I found out, hey, line's pink. You're going to be a mom. That was never the part that scared me. I was fine with me and my child taking on the world together. My confidence may have come from my stubbornness or possibly the binge watching of Gilmore Girls every year of my teenage life. It's rooted by being raised by an amazingly powerful woman. The woman who's my mom, she's a fighter. She would drive me around on bad days listening to 80s music on full blast. She never let me admit I was weak. She made me know that no matter what the situation was, I was strong. She expected a lot out of me. And that made me who I am today. And then there were my grandmothers, Lucy and Barbara. Those two women took the firecracker my mom raised and uh, kind of carved out the edges to give me a little poise, give me a little well-read, take me to church. <laughs> they gave me my personality. I am the product of powerful women and I knew that I would do fine raising Everett. My confidence, it ended up being my hardest wall to climb. As I raised him, I thought I was gonna take on the world. And sooner or later I realized I've been following him the whole way. I am a mom, simple as that. I follow the lead of a four, almost five year old. And I wear a lot of hats. I have a habit of making that joke to my uh, coworkers and the owner of my company. I wear all the hats, I balance them, I dance around. Always within that marking where my toddler is. I remember the day he was diagnosed. I talk about this day a lot. I froze. I had no idea how I was gonna balance another hat in my life. When my son was first born, I was not a work at home mom. I was working three jobs, mom and never be home, mom. This perfect idea of living the dream life, binge watching old movies and finding our own version of Luke Steiner was blinded by the reality of being a single parent. I wanted more than waiting tables and never having the time to write. I worked at it around 20% of the time. The dream of being a full-time writer while being his mom. But that dream started burning out. I wasn't refueling my oil because I kept refueling his. I was writing keyword articles, stuff I didn't care about. I took a lot of time to get to where I am now. Um, I took a lot of time to decide where I wanted to be. To decide that I, I didn't, didn't want it anymore. 
I didn't want to have to get up and go to work and work for somebody else's dream. I wanted to work for mine and for Everett's. And as an autism parent, changing up their life, changing up your job when you're gone, when you're home, it complicates things for them. He knows. He knows that things are different. He knows that I'm under pressure. He's sleepwalking again. (laughs) Night terrors are happening again. He's talking in his sleep again. You ever notice when you're overwhelmed or you're overstressed, they sit next to you, they they sit on you, they talk to you. (sighs) I feel like they're so smart. They just know we need to be taken care of. I guess I just don't know how to handle that. I don't really understand how to go back and forth with that, I guess. And maybe you guys do. Maybe you're sitting there. Um, I know some people listen to me, you know, with their husbands and their wives. Maybe there's some single parents out there listening to me. But if you are a couple, if you are that husband and wife, I want you to think the game of tennis you play with your little spectrum warrior. One person goes and, you know, gets off the court, grabs their water, wipes the sweat off their face, gets ready till they gotta be tagged back in. I don't have anyone to tag in. They got me. So I train harder. I run faster because I have to. And I pray one day I find a partner that's willing to do that tag in and tag out with me. But I know him so well. Like one of uh, the listeners last week said, you know, when I said last week, we were unqualified. (laughs) Unqualified do a lot, but she was absolutely right. We are experts on our own kids. So how am I ever going to share him? How is anyone else ever going to be the expert that I am? How is anyone going to know everything that I know? Now when the night terrors are going to happen, Know what foods cause the hyperness. <laughs> I remember I walked into my mom's house one time. Whatever. I went to the bathroom, I came back and jumping off the wall. And she she kept staring at me because I kept looking at what she had just poured. She's like, I'm going to need you to handle him. Your dad's going to freak out. And I'm just looking at the fact that she just poured him red juice. And all I can think of the back of my head is, uh-oh, mm-mm, your problem now. You signed up for that one. <laughs> and she had no idea that red dye makes my son go through walls. Absolutely through walls. So this is what I'm feeling tonight, guys. Um, sorry I didn't have a post this morning or a podcast this morning. I need any of the mental health day. 
I'll be back on tomorrow with the advice and the talking. Um, we love feedback. Um, I love knowing what you guys think. Maybe not the crazy little short ones like these. <laughs> Go ahead and follow me on Twitter. Um, it's AutismMomTexas, A-U-T-I-S-M-O-M, Texas. Um, or on Instagram is AutismMomLife. <laughs> so, again, guys, one of my favorite quotes says, I'm not going to tell you to have a good day. Because I can't guarantee that the guys have a day. When you wake up in the morning, and hopefully you're listening to this, my little late night podcast post. <laughs> Maybe I'll have another morning one out. I'll be, then I'll be like ahead of the game, right? Have a day. Get up. Take a shower. Get dressed. Have a day. Okay? Get through it. Be there for one another when we can't. Okay? We need a we need a call out hashtag I'm telling you for when someone just needs the tribe. We need it. If you think of one, let me know. I do want to see those pictures of you and your babies. Please take your pictures of them. Hashtag member of the tribe. Tag me in them. I wanna see. I wanna see this beautiful tribe and our beautiful little spectrum warriors and what they're doing. Okay. You guys have a wonderful night. I don't know how I'm going to start ending these things. Signing off. Arrivederci. Ciao. I'll get back to you on that. Hey guys, and welcome back to Autismom Life. This is Brooke, or Autismom Texas. So, I know I'm a little late. Um, with today's podcast, it's probably going to end up going up on Tuesday morning, doing this on a Monday night, but, you know, I've always been very upfront, very honest with people that I talk to, and the truth is, y'all, I needed a day today, I needed a mental health day, and especially for caregivers of these little spectrum warriors everything we do I'm a big proponent of the mental health days because we don't always get to take them I took my son for a walk today I didn't work on my book I barely posted on social media I needed it and it was good for me so I want to talk about where the different slide today that's what I want to talk about and then tomorrow we're gonna to get into the advice tonight this is just kind of a separated one I want to talk about what I knew before the lines turned pink and what I started to learn afterwards so the moment the stick turned pink I knew two undeniable truths I was gonna be a single mom and that I would do anything I needed to make sure my child always had whatever they wanted. I knew that I was walking into this as a single mom from the beginning. Something I came to terms with as soon as I found out, hey, line's pink. You're going to be a mom. That was never the part that scared me. I was fine with me and my child taking on the world together. 
my confidence may have come from my stubbornness or possibly the binge watching of Gilmore Girls every year of my teenage life. It's rooted by being raised by an amazingly powerful woman. The woman who's my mom, she's a fighter. She would drive me around on bad days listening to 80s music on full blast. She never let me admit I was weak. She made me know that no matter what the situation was, I was strong. She expected a lot out of me. And that made me who I am today. And then there were my grandmothers, Lucy and Barbara. Those two women took the firecracker my mom raised and uh, kind of carved out the edges to give me a little poise, give me a little bowl of bread, take me to church. <laughs> they gave me my personality. I am the product of powerful women and I knew that I would do fine raising Everett. My confidence, it ended up being my hardest wall to climb. As I raised him, I thought I was gonna take on the world. And sooner or later I realized I've been following him the whole way. I am a mom, simple as that. I follow the lead of a four, almost five-year-old, and I wear a lot of hats. I have a habit of making that joke to my uh, coworkers and the owner of my company. I wear all the hats, I balance them, I dance around. Always within that marking for my toddlers. I remember the day he was diagnosed. I talk about this day a lot. I froze. <laughs> I had no idea how I was gonna balance another hat in my life. When my son was first born, I was not a work at home mom. I was working three jobs mom. And never be home mom. This perfect idea of living the dream life, binge watching old movies and finding our own version of Luke Steiner was blinded by the reality of being a single parent. I wanted more than waiting tables and never having the time to write. I worked at it around 20% of the time. The dream of being a full-time writer while being his mom. <laughs> but that dream started burning out. I wasn't refueling my oil because I kept refueling his. I was writing keyword articles, stuff I didn't care about. I... took a lot of time to get to where I am now. Um, I took a lot of time to decide where I wanted to be. To decide that I, I didn't didn't want it anymore. I didn't want to have to get up and go to work and work for somebody else's dream. I wanted to work for mine and for Everett's. And as an autism parent, changing up their life, changing up your job when you're gone, when you're home, it complicates things for them. He knows. He knows that things are different. He knows that I'm under pressure. He's sleepwalking again. <laughs> Night terrors are happening again. He's talking in his sleep again. You ever notice when you're overwhelmed or you're overstressed? They sit next to you, they, they sit on you, they talk to you. <sighs> I feel like they're so smart. They just know we need to be taken care of. And 
I guess I just don't know how to handle that. I don't really understand how to go back and forth with that, I guess. And maybe you guys do. Maybe you're sitting there. Um, I know some people listen to me, you know, with their husbands and their wives. Maybe there's some single parents out there listening to me. But if you are a couple, if you are that husband and wife, I want you to think the game of tennis you play with your little spectrum warrior. One person goes and, you know, gets off the court, grabs their water, wipes the sweat off their face, gets ready till they gotta be tagged back in. I don't have anyone to tag in. You got me. So I train harder. I run faster because I have to. And I pray one day I find a partner that's willing to do that tag in and tag out with me. But I know him so well. Like one of uh, the listeners last week said, you know, when I said last week, we are unqualified. Unqualified to do with a lot, but she was absolutely right. We are experts on our own kids. So how am I ever going to share him? How is anyone else ever going to be the expert that I am? How is anyone going to know everything that I know? Know when the night terrors are going to happen. Know what foods cause the hyperness. <laughs> I remember I walked into my mom's house one time. Whatever. I went to the bathroom. I came back and jumping off the wall. And she she kept staring at me because I kept looking at what she had just poured. And she's like, I'm gonna need you to handle him. Your dad's gonna freak out. And I'm just looking at the fact that she just poured him red juice. And all I can think of the back of my head is. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Your problem now. You signed up for that one. <laughs> and she had no idea that red dye makes my son go through walls. Absolutely through walls. So this is what I'm feeling tonight, guys. Um, sorry I didn't have a post this morning or a podcast this morning. I need, I need the mental health day. I'll be back on tomorrow with the advice and the talking. We love feedback. Um, I love knowing what you guys think. Maybe not the crazy little short ones like these. <laughs> Go ahead and follow me on Twitter. Um, it's Autismom Texas, A U T I S M O M Texas. Um, or on Instagram is Autismom Life. <laughs> so, again, guys. One of my favorite quotes says, I'm not going to tell you to have a good day. Because I can't guarantee that but guys have a day. When you wake up in the morning, and hopefully you're listening to this, my little late night podcast post. <laughs> Maybe I'll have another morning one out. Yeah, I'll be, then I'll be like ahead of the game, right? Have a day. Get up. 
take a shower, get dressed. Have a day. Okay? Get through it. Be there for one another when we can. Okay? We need a we need a call out hashtag I'm telling you for when someone just needs the tribe. We need it. If you think of one, let me know. I do want to see those pictures of you and your babies. Please take your pictures of them. Hashtag member of the tribe. Tag me in them. I want to see. I want to see this beautiful tribe and our beautiful little spectrum warriors and what they're doing. Okay. You guys have a wonderful night. Alright. I don't know how I'm going to start ending these things. Signing off. Arrivederci. Ciao. I'll get back to you on that. Hey guys, and welcome back to Autism Mom Life. This is Brooke, or Autism Mom Texas. So I know I'm a little late um, with today's podcast. It's probably going to end up going up on Tuesday morning, doing this on a Monday night. But, you know, I've always been very upfront, very honest with people that I talk to. And the truth is, y'all, I needed a day today. I needed a mental health day. And especially for caregivers of these little spectrum warriors, everything we do, I'm a big proponent of the mental health days. Because we don't always get to take them. I took my son for a walk today. I didn't work on my book. I barely posted on social media. I needed it. And it was good for me. So I want to talk about where the difference slide today. That's what I want to talk about. And then tomorrow we're going to get into the advice. Tonight, this is just kind of a separated one. I want to talk about what I knew before the lines turned pink and what I started to learn afterwards. So the moment the stick turned pink, I knew two undeniable truths. I was going to be a single mom and that I would do anything I needed to make sure my child always had whatever they wanted. I knew that I was walking into this as a single mom from the beginning, something I came to terms with as soon as I found out, hey, line's pink, you're going to be a mom. That was never the part that scared me. I was fine with me and my child taking on the world together. My confidence may have come from my stubbornness or possibly the binge watching of Gilmore Girls every year of my teenage life. It's rooted by being raised by an amazingly powerful woman. The woman who's my mom, she's a fighter. She would drive me around on bad days listening to 80s music on full blast. She never let me admit I was weak. She made me know that no matter what the situation was, I was strong. She expected a lot out of me. And that made me who I am today. And then there were my grandmothers, Lucy and Barbara. Those two women took the firecracker my mom raised and uh, kind of carved out the edges to give me a little poise, give me a little bowl of bread, take me to church. <laughs> they gave me my personality. I am the product of powerful women and I knew that I would do fine raising Everett. My confidence 
it ended up being my hardest wall to climb. As I raised him, I thought I was going to take on the world. And sooner or later, I realized I've been following him the whole way. I am a mom. Simple as that. I follow the lead of a four, almost five-year-old. And I wear a lot of hats. I have a habit of making that joke to my uh, co-workers and the owner of my company. I wear all the hats. I balance them. I dance around. Always within that marking for my toddlers. I remember the day he was diagnosed. I talk about this day a lot. I froze. <laughs> I had no idea how I was going to balance another hat in my life. When my son was first born, I was not a work-at-home mom. I was working three jobs, mom. And never be home, mom. This perfect idea of living the dream life, binge-watching old movies, and finding our own version of Luke Steiner was blinded by the reality of being a single parent. I wanted more than waiting tables and never having the time to write. I worked at it around 20% of the time. The dream of being a full-time writer while being his mom. (laughs) But that dream started burning out. I wasn't refueling my oil because I kept refueling his. I was writing keyword articles. Stuff I didn't care about. I... took a lot of time to get to where I am now. Um, I took a lot of time to decide where I wanted to be. To decide that I, I didn't didn't want it anymore. I didn't want to have to get up and go to work and work for somebody else's dream. I wanted to work for mine and for Everett's. And as an autism parent, Changing up their life, changing up your job when you're gone, when you're home, it complicates things for them. He knows. He knows that things are different. He knows that I'm under pressure. He's sleepwalking again. (laughs) Night terrors are happening again. He's talking in his sleep again. You ever notice when you're overwhelmed or you're overstressed? They sit next to you, they, they sit on you, they talk to you. I feel like they're so smart. They just know we need to be taken care of. And I guess I just don't know how to handle that. I don't really understand how to go back and forth with that, I guess. And maybe you guys do. Maybe you're sitting there. Um, I know some people listen to me, you know, with their husbands and their wives. Maybe there's some single parents out there listening to me. But if you are a couple, if you are that husband and wife, I want you to think the game of tennis you play your little spectrum warrior one person goes and you know gets off the court grabs their water wipes the sweat off their face gets ready till they gotta be tagged back in I don't have anyone to tag in 
They got me. So I train harder. I run faster because I have to. And I pray one day I find a partner that's willing to do that tag in and tag out with me. But I know him so well. Like one of uh, the listeners last week said, you know, when I said last week, we are unqualified. <laughs> unqualified to do it a lot, but she was absolutely right. We are experts on our own kids. So how am I ever going to share him? How is anyone else ever going to be the expert that I am? How is anyone going to know everything that I know? Now when the night terrors are going to happen. Now what foods cause the hyperness? <laughs> I remember I walked into my mom's house one time. Whatever. I went to the bathroom, I came back and jumping off the wall. And she she kept staring at me because I kept looking at what she had just poured. And she's like, I'm gonna need you to handle him. Your dad's gonna freak out and I'm just looking at the fact that she just poured him red juice and all I can think of the back of my head is uh-oh. Mm-mm. Your problem now. You signed up for that one. <laughs> and she had no idea that red dye makes my son go through walls. Absolutely through walls. So this is what I'm feeling tonight, guys. Um, sorry I didn't have a post this morning or a podcast this morning. I need any of the mental health day. I'll be back on tomorrow with the advice and the talking. We love feedback. Um, I love knowing what you guys think. Maybe not the crazy little short ones like these. (laughs) Go ahead and follow me on Twitter. Um, It's AutismomTexas, A-U-T-I-S-M-O-M, Texas. Um, Or on Instagram is (laughs) AutismomLife. So, again, guys... One of my favorite quotes says, I'm not going to tell you to have a good day. Because I can't guarantee that the guys have a day. When you wake up in the morning, and hopefully you're listening to this, my little late night podcast post. (laughs) Maybe I'll have another morning one out. Then I'll be like ahead of the game, right? Have a day. Get up. Take a shower. Get dressed. Have a day. through it. Be there for one another when we can. Okay? We need a we need a call out hashtag I'm telling you for when someone just needs the tribe. We need it. If you think of one, let me know. I do want to see those pictures of you and your babies. Please take your pictures of them. Hashtag member of the tribe. Tag me in them. I want to see I want to see this beautiful tribe and our beautiful little spectrum warriors. And what they're doing. Okay. You guys have a wonderful night. Alright. I don't know how I'm going to start ending these things. Signing off. Arrivederci. Ciao. I'll get back to y'all on that. Mm-hmm.